הרי נמי כאשר את מי לכל התתיקים אמיתים שבדורנו לכל התתיקים אמיתים שוכנע פר קידוש משבארת המה ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו למנחה נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן מפה גם את שמחה נע נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן So ברוך השם today we start a new סעיף in שפחי הר"ן continuing with רבנו's journey home from ארץ ישראל section 23 we just discussed how רבנו and his attendant Somehow, with the help of Hashem, with the mercy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they are able to arrive in Rhodes. And um, now the only problem is that it's um, the 14th of uh, Nisan. It's the day before Pesach. They arrive the night before Pesach. And they have no idea how they're going to get off the ship to celebrate the Chag. And uh, they don't have matzah. They don't have four cups of wine. But yet, nonetheless, they still have some hope as they are, um, uh, what do you call it? as the boat is docking at, um, at, uh, uh, in Rhodes, which is... Uh, place of a huge Jewish community of Sfaradim. So, we continue with Seif Chav Gimel. And that morning, the eve of Pesach, basically, a few hours before Pesach, the captain with a bunch of different Turkish soldiers um, was, traveling, was uh, planning to go travel uh, in the city. They were... Uh, they decided that they were going to go uh, in road. They were going to go travel roads and uh, to walk the island, etc. And before the captain leaves with his soldiers, Rabenu and his attendant come before the captain and seek out from him bread and ask for him, uh, ask for him bread to eat. And they speak with him in gestures because they can't speak the Turkish language. Rabenu and his attendant are, uh, what do you call it? They're asking, uh, they're asking the captain in sign language, basically. And the captain responded to them also in sign language, in gestures. And what did he tell them? He, he informed them. He informed to them that basically there are Jews in this place and you can go buy bread from them or they can buy, buy bread for you. And Hashem with his awesome compassion, his mercy, who in God's hands, he possesses the hearts of kings and officers and noblemen that Hashem can basically, he, he can do whatever he wants with these people. He basically, he, uh, what do you call it? He twisted this man's heart. He, uh, what do you call it? Um, he confused this man, this captain, and confused his mind. Until literally, Hashem, with an awesome miracle, was able to uh, bring out from this captain's mouth the words that even the captain didn't want to say. Um, and it was with complete, without any Yishubadat, it was without any uh, composure, it was just done like that, like spontaneously. And the captain said, The captain, with an awesome miracle, says to these two, Rabbeinu uh, and his attendant, that he'll take one of, these, one of them, so that they could go into the city and buy bread, on their behalf. And immediately, Rabbanu's attendant decides to go with the captain and the Turkish soldiers and they begin traveling into the city. And they get into the city. And the captain made sure to have one Turkish soldier standing by him um, to make sure that he doesn't flee and run away. And don't think, Rabbi Nathan's writing, don't think for one second that the way in was easy. Rabbi Nathan's saying that it was there was a great peril, there was great danger in going into the city. 
because during that time it was a war. Uh, it was a time of great war. And easily this attendant of Rabenu would easily be imprisoned as a spy. Because they had no idea what he looked like. They didn't know if he was an spy or not. Because all they could recognize about this man, Rabenu's attendant, was that he wasn't from their country. And anyone who's not from their country could be a spy. That he was from a very far away land. So it's clear that because he didn't look anything like them, that it's possible he was a spy. So Rabbi Nathan saying it's a huge miracle that he was able to go into the city. However, with the kindness of Hashem, Rabbeinu's attendant just walked through all the gates of the city, all the, the watchmen, the people at the post, and uh, they didn't do a single thing to him. Until the attendant arrives at the chief rabbi of Rhodes, and he tells him exactly what happened to them. The fact that him and his, and his Rebbe, Rabbeinu HaKadosh, were trapped in this uh, worship, that they ended up falling into this Turkish worship. Um, but Rabbanu Zatan had no idea what to tell this man. Tell the chief rabbi because he had no idea what the intention of the captain was. What the, what the captain wanted to do with him. Basically, Rabbanu Zatan was completely dumbfounded. He had no idea. He had no idea what was going to be done with him. In one second, the captain could kill them if, if, uh, if he so decided. But in a general manner, basically, Rabbeinu Zaten just told the chief rabbi that basically the sum of all matters was that they were capped, they were held in uh, captivity. That they're in danger. And for the rabbi, it felt like this attendant was telling him a story for many hours, even though it was just like maybe a few minutes. And this chief rabbi, this wise man, wanted to he would desire to listen to the stories of these wars and everything that was happening with them. He wanted to hear more. And the rabbi was consoling Rabbeinu's attention by saying, Don't worry. Uh, he kept on telling him, Don't worry, don't worry. He saw he was very stressed. He saw that uh, Rabbeinu's attendant was freaking out. And Rabbeinu's attendant was in great distress and pain. That Rabbeinu's attendant had the intention to basically buy matzot and wine and go back to the boat. But Hashem sent Rabbeinu's attendant to thought. That um, it immediately entered the attendant's thought that he remembered while he was still in the lodgings in Tiberia by um, Rabbi Tzvi Harker, as we know that Rabbeinu started staying at uh, one of his cousins in Tiberia when he first landed there. But um, out of great respect for the Rebbe, the people of Tiberia decided that it wasn't big enough of a house, so they put him with the great Hasid Rabbi Tzvi, Hish, uh, Rabbi Tzvi uh, Hirsch of Horki, uh, Rabbi Tzvi Harker, a great Hasid, one of the leaders of the, the Hasidim of Tiberia at the time. And uh, Rabbeinu's attendant remembered that Rabbi Tzvi Harker's uh, wife was from a Sephardic family that was very renowned. And not only from a Sephardic family, that he remembered that uh, they were talking about this in Tveria. And he remembered that they were discussing how Rabbi Tzvi Harker's wife uh, had a brother who was a great Chacham in Rhodes. 
A great tzaddik. Immediately he remembered this. But he could not remember his name. All he remembered was the wife, uh, the name of the wife of Rabbi Tzvi. And immediately, that second, he immediately asked uh, this Chacham um, about this, uh, this woman, Rabbi Tzvi Harker's wife, in Tiveria. And whether she has brothers, etc., etc. And immediately the Chacham heard about this. So basically, the Chacham, the wise man, the chief rabbi of Rhodes, sends his attendant to go, uh, what do you call it? Uh, sends his attendant and this attendant of Rabenu, sends his attendant and Rabenu's attendant to go see this Chacham. He knew of him. And uh, Rabenu's attendant comes before Rabbi Tzvi Horker's wife's brother. And um, uh, and they already told the Chacham, as the attendant probably of the, the Chacham, the attendant of the, 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 the chief rabbi of Rhodes came to the, this other wise man, this other tzaddik, who was the uh, brother-in-law of Rabbi uh, Tzvi Hirsch, and uh, told him about all the things that was happening with the Rabbeinu's attendant, Rabbeinu himself, etc., etc. And um, he heard about this, he was informed about the news. And when uh, Rabbeinu's attendant came before him, and immediately when he came before the Chacham, with all the news about what was happening to him, preceding him. What did he tell him? What did uh, Rabbi Tzvi Hirsch's uh, brother-in-law tell Rabbeinu's attendant? Don't be afraid about this. All the stories um, that are happening to you, you're going to tell me at the Seder when we celebrate it tonight. So you can imagine the, uh, <laughs> the, the relief that Rabbeinu's attendant felt when he heard that he was about to celebrate the Seder tonight. And uh, Baruch Hashem, that's it for today. Continue uh, in Seif Chav Gimel in next podcast from the words Vayal Belibo.